Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos, and we're going to continue through the silent war today. So going right in, I'm going to talk about a couple of things in this video. One of them is a very sad tragedy. A patriot has committed suicide after being plagued by the left and their bureaucrats and their cancel culture and their hate and their mobs. He dealt with all of it. We also have more Q-tips, and we're going to talk about a couple of other things as well. Uh, right after a short word from our sponsors. Here we go. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our set it and forget it program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com. Link in description. NemosNewsNetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. I regret to start tonight off with a sad bit of news. Not everything is pessimistic, but... We've had a patriot that had to kill himself. Otherwise, he would have been, or at least he feared, that he would have been crushed by the Democrat system trying to destroy anyone that stands up and defends their life. This thug attacked Jake Gardner, had him on the ground. Jake still put off two warning shots. And yet, finally, after his restraint was pushed to the limit, and his life, his family, his father was there, his business were all in danger, he chose to defend himself and kill this guy. Well, the left forced the local police to charge him. Uh, they weren't intending to do so. They knew it was self-defense. But they forced them to change their mind and charge him with manslaughter and murder. And what happened next is, of course, anyone's guess. But um, he must have been in a dark place or must have thought he would lose and go down for the rest of his life and be destroyed because of something that was the right thing to do. That's what Democrats do. That's what bureaucrats can do if they have power over you. We need to tear down as much of that power as possible and set limits and set consequences for abuse of power. But it's difficult to get those in power to agree to such things. So we have to build political mass. And that's what we've been doing. That is the Great Awakening. We're getting there, and Trump is on our side. He's rolling back political power in a lot of ways, taxes, regulations. Now he's going after the education system. He's draining the swamp, folks. But his name was Jake Gardner. Now, of course, in Nebraska, Senator Megan Hunt, admitting that prosecution of him was mob rule after they forced the, uh, the charges to be laid and, and complained. Like I said, they had found him already... The police weren't even going to press charges. They knew it was self-defense. But she continues to smear him even after his suicide, um, calling him a white supremacist. Anyway, I didn't mean to open that. And here's Jake now. I want to give you a, a glimpse into the man himself. Uh, he was a Trump supporter. He was a Trump volunteer in multiple states. He um, 
he was targeted for years over his Trump support. And, you know, he finally had just had enough. I'm going to mute myself for, for just a moment. Just tell us your name and where you're from, sir. My name is Jake Gardner. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. And then, Jake, uh, what brings you to, to D.C.? I'm here for the inauguration. Okay, I understand you were a volunteer for the Trump yeah, campaign? Yeah, I was a volunteer for the Trump campaign in Nebraska, California, and Michigan. Okay, and um, what do you think about what's going on here today with the Women's March? Uh, you know, these people just want to be heard, and it's, it's a very appropriate venue, a very appropriate weekend with all eyes on them, so, I mean... It is what it is. It's it's kind of crazy being in the belly of the beast here with my, my Trump gear and my Make America Great vest on my dog, you know, and uh, all the dirty looks. Everybody loves the dog until they read the vest, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, everybody just wants to be heard. And so that's what they're doing. They're not being violent. There's not, there's not even that issue with this group. I don't know, he seems like a pretty cool guy who's very restrained to me. Kind of chill, actually. So continuing from there, we also have... Uh, I hit a button on this. Okay, so this gentleman here, let me go back up to the top. A Michigan clerk files a criminal complaint against a resident who mocked the mail-in voting. It needs to be quashed immediately, she said. But what did he really do? He put a toilet in his yard, placed mail-in ballots here. And it's obviously satirical. Obviously, no ballot is going to be put there. Clearly, this is a political free speech thing. And yet, she's trying to get him arrested for a criminal action. Now, this is insane. And by the way, this is the exact kind of crap that causes a Jake Gardner situation where they have to kill themselves after years of oppression because no one would protect them from the government. Because the government, the Democrats in power, decided to ruin a man's life and target him. You can't really know a man until you've walked a mile in his shoes, you know. I wouldn't commit suicide, but I don't want to say, you know, it was the wrong thing to do. I mean, clearly it was, but clearly he was also in a bad place. He was hurting. He was alone. And he gave up. And that's a damn shame. And the Democrats are responsible for this. And bureaucracy, by the way, is responsible for a lot of that kind of targeting. So do we really want more bureaucrats? Can't we just have a better world where there's less bureaucracy? Even the bureaucrats. You've got kids. Eventually your kids may fall outside of the system's favor. And then it all starts over again and you're on the bottom rung. Is that the world you want to live in? Bureaucracy creates a class-based system. And it's not the best that rises to the top. Capitalism, true capitalism with a free market and no government bureaucracy and regulations, where the market sets the interest rates and things of that nature, uh, unlike the Federal Reserve, you know, control, which is kind of a Marxist banking concept anyway for control, those things allow the cream to rise to the top. The best people make the most money because they help the most people, and that's how you get paid. But in a, cap in a crony capitalist or in a communist or socialist system, it's all based on theft, coercion, violence, and fraud, and lies, and immorality. So all passengers... Oh, I, I skipped this one. Um, 
the youngest COVID-19 victim in Michigan supposedly died uh, of COVID. We know bull- that's bullshit. He actually had a condition where his intestines were located outside of his body. So this is a, a terrible situation. Of course, no one wants to hear about a young baby dying. But listen, this was not from COVID. This was from a pre-existing condition. And I think we can all see and agree on that. This is a big lie. But they're going to tell the world, oh, yeah, two-year-olds can die too now. So we also have uh, uh, subpoenas going out for the Epstein flight logs. We're going to see not just his main Lolita Express, but also his other planes, his helicopters, everything. And his friends list is going to be panicking, I'm sure. Maxwell is going to be panicking as well. She's going to lose a lot of leverage if we have other leads on these dirty perverts. Now, if she wants to help and roll on them, now's the time. The sooner the better, because the longer you wait, the less valuable it gets. Now, we also have an idiot, just a monster, who who decided to derail a subtrain in Manhattan while laughing maniacally, throwing metal plates onto the tracks. 125 people were on board, three were injured. This is the kind of thing you're going to begin to see a lot more of now because, face it, the Antifa left, their, their hero and their archetype is best represented by the Joker from the new Batman movies. Not the old Joker, but the new one, the one that likes gasoline and bombs and burning things down and is kind of insane and, and has a problem with ladies, okay? That one. Um, that is the modern soy boy uh, theme, I think. And there's a lot to be read into that. They want to burn it down, folks. They want the chaos. They want society to fall apart. They don't care. They're, hate pe- they're hate-filled people. So there are people like that, and they're going to do everything they can. They will break trains. They will beat old women. They will poison us. They will poison the food supply. They'll do anything. Be ready. Have your food supply. Be vigilant. Protect others. So Facebook will restrict certain users if the U.S. election gets, quote, extremely chaotic or violent, end quote. What this really means, in fact, uh, is that they're going to block all conservatives, kill our communications with each other, while Antifa hunts us down and murders us. That's what they're talking about. Literally. Now, we also have a couple of other things, including some new Q. We're going to go into that as well. Um, Let me move that over to the end, in fact. First, I want to go through a few more things. First of all, Trump and Xi are getting into kind of a a little bit of a world argument. Uh, Xi from uh, China, I call him emperor, not president, but emperor Xi Jinping because he's president for life now. And that means his kids will probably be president for life too, eventually. Um, So emperor Xi Jinping actually called Trump bully of the world, so to speak. And Trump called him out on his lies. So that was uh, kind of funny. And he did so uh, using his UN speech. So that was also a good platform to respond to China. We also have, this is a big, big deal. This is from Forbes.com. Majority of Republicans believe the QAnon conspiracy theory is partly true, or, or partly or mostly true, survey finds. So some 56% of Republicans believe that QAnon, a far-right conspiracy theory, is mostly or partly true, according to a new daily Cost civics poll released Wednesday. So folks, that is, of course, what they call 
everything they don't agree with or they don't want out there, a conspiracy theory. But at this point, I'm more of the opinion that they're a pedophile for writing it than that we're a conspiracy theorist for covering the truth. Um, I can't prove it, but most of the people who come after QAnon the hardest, they just seem to be, right? It's those who scream the loudest, and a number of times we've been proven right about this. So this is a really interesting thing to see. Uh, the left is finally admitting it. We are here, we are the majority, as I've been saying for at least a year now, I think. So at least a couple of months now I've been talking about how we are probably an 80% majority. They wouldn't admit 56%. And most people who know about it, if they're, you know, if, if they just know a little bit and they're, they're not really secure in their, their Q knowledge yet, maybe they're just new to it, and uh, they were asked about it, maybe they're going to go silent majority and they're, they're going to lie and say, I don't know anything about it, right? So you have to consider those kind of things as well. Now, what's interestingly um, is that like 72% of Dems said no, not true at all. But 4% of Dems did say it was partly true. That's also um, interesting. So anyway, moving on, we also have a short video from a couple of Air Force veterans who were at a Joe Biden event, Stealth, and they decided to confront Joe about his war crimes, effectively his supporting of war, which forced them to go and hurt civilians. This is powerful stuff. Let me play. Um, I'm an Air Force veteran here with Army veterans. I'm wondering why we should vote for a war in the nation. You know, thousands of our brothers and sisters have Send us out to hurt civilians, they say. Powerful. Now here we have Jim Jordan also describing the Democrats' plan to win the election after the election. Here we go. In Nevada, the Democrat legislature in Nevada said this regarding absentee ballots. Absentee ballots received... In Nevada, the Democrat legislature in Nevada said this regarding absentee ballots. Absentee ballots received up to three days after the election even if you can't distinguish the postmark, will be counted. 
I mean, I thought you had to win elections on election day. I thought you had to go campaign before election day. We have elections on election day. You count the votes and then you declare a winner. But that's not how the Democrats wanted it to work. And we need look no further than Chairwoman Maloney's primary election just a few months ago. 13,000 ballots had postmarked problems. That's what the gentleman's amendment tries to clarify and, and make sure we're doing this fairly and securely. 13,000 in her election. You know how long it took? You know how long it took for Chairwoman Maloney to be declared the winner in her race? The election was June 23rd. She wasn't declared the winner until August 5th, 43 days later. Now, look, understand our law. We got an election on November 4th. On December 14th, the Electoral College meets. You know how many days it goes from uh, November 4th, how many days from November 4th to December 14th when the Electoral College meets? 41 days. Wow. It took 43 for one congressional district. 43 for one congressional district in a primary. And we're talking about all these mail. This is the concern. And now when you have states saying you can fix your ballot after it's already been filled out, sent to the Board of Elections, you can fix errors, whatever that means in Pennsylvania. That's what they're suing to try to do. Democrats. And Democrats in Nevada said three days after the election, if we get your ballot and, oh, we can't quite distinguish the postmark, we're going to count that, too. So I, I, this, is, this is when I say Democrats are trying to win the election after the election. Look at the evidence. That's what so and that's what so many Americans. The, the, I appreciate every amendment the gentleman from Kentucky has brought. I hope when we have the vote later today that every single one of them will be passed. He understands what the American people see. This is scary, the road the Democrats are trying to take us down. So scary. And this is one step we can do to help clean up and safeguard, make sure American elections are what they've always been. Safe, secure, fair. And we actually know who the winner is when the election happens. Not days. You guys, you guys started this three weeks ago. You started three weeks ago when you went after the Postmaster General, had your legislation, Trying to, we didn't call it a hoax, Madam Chair. You said this earlier. We didn't. Well, the Wall Street Journal called what you were doing a hoax. This whole thing you did. They called. We didn't do that. We just said what, what they said. You want the chaos and confusion because you know, you guys know President Trump is going to win election night. He's going to be winning. But you want to count. You want to find. You want to keep finding. You want to keep looking for ballots after election day. And you know this happened because it took 43 days in your election. This is scary. We, this, is, this is a small step we can take to better safeguard our, what should be our sacred election process. So here we have just a single Q post. And by the way, he's not wrong. Business insider Nancy Pelosi talking smack about Q. How can they look themselves in the mirror because they make money off of poison in regards to Facebook employees allowing QAnon on their platform? Well, they're not. They're mass banning it, but they can't keep us down. That's all. We also have past seven days, this Bing.com. Look at how many anti-QAnon articles there are. Check that out. They're afraid of us. Who else does the media attack this hard? Trump. Wow. Here we have Q asking an important question. Have you ever witnessed a full-blown international mainstream media constant barrage counterattack in regards to a conspiracy? Simple logic answers the question. I don't think so. I've never seen them attack Bigfoot, aliens, or anything like this, even Flat Earth. Never got this much treatment. 
So it's all because it's some of it's real. Obviously, there's people who have inserted their own narrative into the Q movement and things like JFK Jr. and aliens and stuff, but what Q has talked about, that's the canon part, and that's real. There are pedophiles up in powerful positions. We've already started to uncover many of them. Epstein leads to Maxwell, leads to dozens more. Bill Clinton is one of them. Hillary Clinton is another. Joe Biden is another. If I'm wrong, sue me. Now, in the meantime, I know that I will be banned and censored again, so definitely check us out on nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Definitely uh, get on our BitChute channel, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com slash Justin Nemos. All of these links are in the description below as well. People always ask me for links, but they don't look in the descriptions. And um, all of the source notes for the videos, all of those links are going to be on Nemos News Network. So we will see you guys uh, on the next one. Hopefully they won't ban me or suspend me again or whatever to try to silence me. But if they do, it won't work. We'll still be here and we'll get the word out to the people who are paying attention. All right, folks, we'll see you later. Bye.